0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Encourage Radio. Episode number one. Can you believe that? Randy, can you believe it? I
1: cannot believe it. It is finally happening. We are so excited to be here with you. We
0: have been planning this for a long time, and we are finally able to sit down and make this happen. And so kind of like you do for Frontside, if you listen to that, which is also a part of um, Encourage Media. Um, So you know what, before you even do that, let me just tell you what Encourage Radio is. So if you've ever seen pictures, nostalgic pictures of like the 1940s, when all they had was this classic radio. And the family gathered around for news, for entertainment. Like, that's all, that was our source of information, source of entertainment. This is what we hope Encourage Radio is. I mean, literally, like from the music that you just heard, it kind of had that nostalgic uh, feel. We even have like a radio uh, of that age from the 40s and 50s that uh, symbolizes that. So imagine this we wanna have like fireside chats, Uh, we wanna be a source of information you can gather the family around. And um, and just listen, and we're going to cover every topic on this one. Encourage Radio is is everything family oriented. Yes, from mar- uh, marriage to rearing children to adult children to um, empty nest syndrome to grieving um, to feeding times, feeding schedule, everything oriented around family. We're going to cover those topics. We're going to try to um, in about twenty five to thirty minutes because we know busy moms sometimes have. Uh, 30 minutes. Busy dads may only have a 30-minute drive home, and we want to give you this in a snapshot. So once again, Encourage Media is like the house. Um, Encourage Radio is the family podcast. Frontside is the men's podcast. And so in the room um, with us is, of course, uh, Jacob Miller. Um, He is our quote-unquote executive producer. He's over there pressing the purple, the green, the blue, the orange, the red. Uh, buttons. He uh, set up and made this happen, along with Sydney Largespada. Um, she is also learning how to push the red, the yellow, the purple, the <laughs> orange. But it's very important that they do that, right? Because yes. it makes it sound the way that it sounds. And so that's who's in the room, along with Raina and I. And we are glad you're sitting down listening to us. Wow! Episode one. This has been in the making for us 29 years. Uh, because we feel like it took us all these years to sort of understand what it meant to be a parent, yes. and we're still learning. Yes. Even with our grown children, one married, um, one almost married, um, a grandson, um, one uh, in college and seriously dating somebody. We feel like we've reached that stage where we might know something because we've made a lot of mistakes. I don't know.
1: <laughs> learning through the mistakes. Learning through the mistakes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but pressing forward. That's exactly right. All right, let's get right to the topic. Um, so when I wrote this, um, I, I wanted to introduce the title to Raina just to see her face. And uh, it was a catchy title to me. And so here's the title. We're going we're to we're gonna look at this today. This is one of the most requested um, overarching topics. So today is going to be a little bit of um, broad. Uh, we're going to get down into some specifics. And then in future episodes, we're literally going to break down so many questions that come out of this and scenarios. Okay, here's what we're talking about today. Making Babies. <laughs> right exactly. but here's the subtitle yeah I got you've got to hear the subtitle. It's couples making babies but babies making parents. Yes, you gotta get that point. All right, so have you ever thought about this um, for those of you listening when a couple be is is discovered that they're expecting here's what they say we're pregnant and then they say this we're going to be, parents
1: going to be is the key word
0: yes we're going like and then they say if it's a dad he's like I'm going to be a dad and then of course the the mom the wife you know she's like I'm going to be a mom we're going to be parents now we just say that and it rolls off the tongue so naturally but that's the point of this podcast is what is the perspective of rearing children what is the perspective of parenthood? And here's the one question we're going to look at today. The question that you and I need to ask is, what could I become for this child? Okay, so Raina and I, um, I'm going to let Raina jump in on this in just a moment. We just went out and bought a book because that's really all that was there. And we weren't really near parents per se uh, the first few years of uh, marriage and ministry. And
1: we couldn't Google search.
0: We couldn't Google search. Google did not exist. Like Microsoft Word had only been out for like maybe five years. Yes. I don't know, something like that. It was kind of crazy. But so when we do this, uh, when, we, when we we know we're becoming parents. Like, where do we go? And there's a book that's entitled What to Expect When You're Expecting. I remember you went to the store, you bought that. You said, I need to start learning this. And it's obviously it's focused on the child, Um, And there's some in there that begins to train you. But the question you and I need to ask is, what is a parent? What do I need to become for this child? Remember what we're talking about is how babies make parents, and almost overnight. Um, And you know this. Um, Jacob's in the room. He's a new dad. Um, We all know this now. You're going to need to be an influencer In an age of influencers, like, that's nothing original. Parents are the ultimate influencer. Are you going to be a creator, a developer, an artisan, a banker, an educator, a psychologist, like the list goes on and on and on. Um, So what do I have to become for this child? And Randy, your viewpoint on this is so significant. Um, I grew up in a a healthy home, but that doesn't make me a healthy parent, right? right? Because I still have to make a decision, but you did Mm -hmm. not grow up in as healthy. And what was your viewpoint? Like, I'll never forget what you said. Like, what was your viewpoint in coming into the discovery of being a parent? What was your mindset?
1: I think the main thing is, is I said that I was a transitional parent,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, meaning I didn't see it um, in a complete healthy way. Now, um, if you don't grow up maybe in a solid Christian home, maybe a casual Christianity. Hey, we're um, you know we go at Christmas, we go at Easter. You know, just enough of Jesus just to right. kind of keep it going, not necessarily being Lord and center of a family's life. Right. And so for me, yes, it was very flavorful, as you'll hear me say a lot on mm-hmm. um, this podcast, um, very flavorful and not healthy. Right. But um, I knew I wanted to be something different. Right. And so that wasn't just going to happen. Overnight, it was going to be me pressing in and learning what that looked like, right? Because I haven't tasted it, right? It's hard to know where to go, yeah. And so many times we think, Oh, if I, you know, just do this, this, and this, no, it had to be a heart change for me, Mm. I had Mm -hmm. to learn. Um, who I was in Christ as my solid foundation. Mm -hmm. And as we always talk about, until that husband is grounded in God and Jesus is Lord of their life. And as a mom, Jesus is that filter um, and Lord of my life. Can I ever expect to know how to properly love my child, to be able to press in and to learn um, and to know it's not about me? Right. I am here to, to invest in the next generation, Right. and I only have a short time to run the sprint.
0: Yep. Wow, that's a great point.
1: Yeah. So in the beginning, I had to learn quickly. Because those little critters are learning quickly. And that sin nature, you don't have, as we always talk about, you don't have to worry about that toddler taking somebody else's toy. I mean, it's already there, it's It's ingrained in them. them. Yeah. But it's up to us to figure out early on um, from whenever that child is just right there in a parent's arms to know it's not about you anymore, it's not about your agenda with your spouse. To realize that as we've discussed, and as we know as a calling, that we are called to fight the battle. Right. And we're in a spiritual battle. Right. And those arguments or disagreements or trying to figure out schedules isn't just about schedules, it's about getting you off track as a family. Right. So to get on course, to know that you're a transitional parent and that you're stepping into a new battle that's going to impact generations. All
0: right, so you've said three key things there and you uh, extremely vital. Um I want to make so go back to me, all right? So I grew up in a healthy home. Now, granted, your your parents were great providers. Yes, I mean, they were excellent very providers. So. They're in so many ways, but there were some unhealthy things like so you just didn't know like on communication and and parenting and issues like that. But you here's what you said. Uh, you said now, this is the these are the points that you made. You said I have to educate myself yes. before I can ever take responsibility for a child who's already coming into this world yes. like hungry for education. Yes. So what we did was we started with the parent and then ultimately went to the child. Well, most yes. people start with the child and never really focus on themselves.
1: Very much so. So
0: if if as a parent I'm asking how how has God created this child and what what am I supposed to do with this child, I actually don't start with them, I start with me. Because you so. said it like, I have to educate myself because this little critter, as you said, <laughs> is going to be coming into this world learning so fast that I need to be ahead of it. And here's what you also said. You also said it, but in but not in these words, you said that you had to be proactive, not reactive.
1: Yes. And that's the key. I have to think several years in advance. And years. that goes all the way into the teens.
0: Years. Years. Like,
1: how am I going to start developing my house as the cool house to hang out at?
0: Yes. Well, and you were doing that when they were like nine months old.
1: Oh, yeah. And you start that. I tell parents in fourth and fifth grade, kids don't lose their brains overnight yes. into sixth grade. No, you're setting that tone of, hey, you know what? My my house is a safe house, mm-hmm. so I can bring my friends over. Mm-hmm. You know, so you want that culture, but you have to lay that foundation Early, but then yes, educate yourself to know okay, what is that next step that is coming?
0: Right. Yes. yes. So, I mean, again, just a reminder what we're talking about here is couples have made babies and yes. they've now announced we're going to be parents. Yes. And so, as soon as that happens, you have to do what Raina's is saying start educating yourself. What could I become for this child? That yes. is the question that needs to be asked. Before you really begin a- answering the question, what has God made this child to be?
1: And I think the key is to have a biblical perspective. Yeah, um, We talked on years ago about that biblical worldview, having mm-hmm. those worldview glasses on mm-hmm. to understand that basic discipline matches up with God's word. God is a God of order. Yep. God is a God of obedience. Mm-hmm. We're called to be obedient. Um He's structured. Mm-hmm. So many times in our families, we think, oh, what does my child need? What does this need? Right. No, we have to know that basic foundation yeah. that you can love and have mercy and be patient through that baby growing. But you also have to know there is a level of discipline already of obedience Yes, because God gives us structure and boundaries. Um to start with, of course, yes, for us, we we kind of mixed a little bit of everything from Growing Kids God's Way, which yeah. is really old school curriculum. Of course, James Dobson. But still good stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, things like that. But it goes with, you start out with your boundaries small for that child. Yeah. Like you start with one crayon before you dump out the whole box. Right. You know, you start out small and then you build because what happens is parents just let go and kind of like, okay, what does my child need? Where are they? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like what where are we moving towards? But the thing is, is unless we have those boundaries to start out with and know the end game of where we want them to be, like maybe as a one-year-old, oh, we would love them to be sleeping through the night.
0: Yeah. Oh, we're, we're would, gonna deal with that.
1: Yeah. We would love to be able to go to Bible study and lay a little mat on the ground, and because my child is content. Where right. they are, they're able to sit contently with you and do at a, life at
0: that young of an age. At that uh-huh. young of an
1: age, and do right. life with you instead of you doing life for them.
0: So again, what you what you mentioned, let me can I just frame it? How I framed it in my mind, I'll just make it a little bit concise in notes because this is absolutely perfect. The, the Bible actually gives us a parenting model. We can see it in our relationship with God, and you kept you keep pointing back to that. And because that's accurate, God displays his presence in our lives. So parents being very present in their lives, right? Not um, aware that what you are in their presence. Yes, Like God is holy, he's consistent, he's loving, he's merciful, he's just, but he also demands obedience and respect. He's not angry, he's not argumentative, he's not manipulative, right? So the, the other one is God also gives us his priorities. You said that in terms of like boundaries, like one crayon, well, God did that in the Garden of Eden. Yes. He said all these trees enjoy, but this one don't. So he already set up sort of priorities and boundaries. Yeah. He spoke purpose yes. into their life. So many parents, and I know you and I hit on this so much, so many parents are are are, are telling their kids more of what not to do, or what's wrong with yes. them, rather than speaking life, hope, meaning, blessing. Well, you got to educate yourself. Remember, what we're trying to go for in this episode is, what can I become for this child?
1: Yes, and we have to know where we're going with that because even speaking life and blessings over that child at an early age, praying for that child's future spouse as a newborn.
0: Okay, okay yes, yeah, so I'm glad you said that. If you didn't say that, I was gonna ask. When did you start praying for our girls' um, spouses?
1: Oh my goodness, whenever they were in my belly. Yes. Just because I knew that God was, at some point their their spouse was somewhere on this earth. And we
0: pray for their parents. And we like pray Jacob's for their parents in this parents. room. We pray we were praying for his family. Yes. We were like, dear Lord, you know, like bless this family. Them. Yes. Yes.
1: And to prepare ahead of time and realize that our prayers are real and that relationship mm-hmm. is real. And speaking life over that child as a young one, because they are learning. And that's where All the time. um, just like in your sermon we are talking about, until we've received God's grace, can we give God's grace? Right. Well, we need to give that God's grace in as well to our children Yes. and to realize they have not attained yet. But for us to have the patience right. to be able to process, why is my child crying? Well, are you consistent with your child? Are you oh, consistent. Yes. Um, consistent on a schedule? Are you kind of, you know, before they cry for a bottle... Are you giving them a bottle just a little bit ahead of time? That so, so they important. so they don't learn. If I cry, I get what I need.
0: So then, thirteen years down the road, that kid's throwing a temper tantrum in Dollar yes. General. Yeah, and it all went back to the simple, practical application yes. of give them a bottle before they begin to cry. Yeah, yeah and it wow.
1: and that structure. And it's kind of like we yes. forget that we need to be strategic in that, and we need to be aware when we wake up in the morning. It's a job that we're doing. It is. People pay for child care. Right. Well, we are the childcare. Right. So we need to be balanced and say, okay, I got I, I need to get up and have my Jesus time first thing in the morning. Right. He is the foundation. Help me to find that perspective, take care of myself, give myself the energy I need because mm-hmm. I am on right. with that child to make and I and I always talk about we are memory makers. Yeah. We set the temperature of the home. We're that thermometer. And, you know, and as you and I have talked about, you know, as a as you know, whether you're a single parent, whether you're married or not, your relationship with each other affects that child more than we could Ever, ever know. Like, you may not be angry at the child, but it hurts the child just as much when you're angry with your spouse.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter the parenting um, uh, environment you have, single, uh, blended, nuclear, Um, it doesn't matter. Like... Even if you're a single mom or a single dad, but you always talk negative about if you're a single dad and you talk negative about female relationships. Yes. Vice versa, if you're a single mom and you're down, you know, yeah, talking negative about marriage or this or that. That they're they're forming opinions in their heart and their head. If you're a blended family and you're saying, you know, I know he's not your dad, but this and that. Oh, that is so important. Like that's that's obviously another episode yes. way down the road. But yes, you gotta you have to learn to have that. Healthy communication.
1: And back to the basic, like you said, that that child is raising parents. Yes. It's creating parents. It is heavenly sandpaper in yeah. your life. That child has been given to you, entrusted to you, yeah. and they're going to mold you as a
0: parent. Oh, yeah. I remember like um, three, yes. three four years ago, somebody asked me, they said, what's been the yes. hardest thing about parenting? I said, when your kids get older and you see yourself in them, like you see your bad habits, like, yes. oh, man, I'm so sorry. You got that from me yes. kind of a thing. And And what I mean by that is now that you see that, and you're like, oh, well, I can change that in me because I see what it looks like in them. Yes. Yeah, babies making parents, 100%. And it's very
1: important. I mean, I was sharing with a, uh, a mom yesterday. I can remember when Facebook came out about wow. 12 years ago and um, how that was such a time drain. Yeah, it And I is. remember thinking, I just lost an hour of my time. I lost right. an hour of their time of being a memory maker, how I used to be able to be creative at night and extra projects around the house, even if I worked during the day, because yes, we always kind of needed to be creative growing up and things like that with the girls cleaning houses and oh, exchange yeah, you did for it all. piano lessons, right. you know, or whatever. But... It's up to us to manage ourselves just like we want our tr- our kids to manage themselves.
0: Again, we're, this, the, the, you're answering the question we're asking. What do I need to become for this child? Like, yes. I'm going to be a parent. What does that mean? So here's, uh, you know, kind of getting close to wrapping it up. For parents, here's some questions you need to ask, like in consideration. Like, how do you prepare yourself for this? Well, am I willing to be shaped? Like, um, like I have to start a new, new. Like, yes. that's Raina's example. Well, for me, it was a new, new as well. I'd never been a parent, even though I saw a healthy parent, but still I had never been one. Just because I had seen it healthy does not mean I'm going to execute it healthy. I had to make that decision. So you and I have to make a decision as parents. What does what does this child need of me? What do I need to become? So I have to decide to start a new, new Like so ask the question, am I willing to be shaped? That child's gonna shape you. Yes. Whether you want it to or not. Like you're gonna be so tired, they're gonna shape you into frustration. They're gonna shape you into exhaustion. They're gonna shape you into celebration. They're 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 in your life now. They're gonna shape you. Well, am I willing to be shaped? Like, am Mm -hmm. I willing to learn as as I need to do something in me that this child needs? Am I willing to to be parented in a way as well. And to we be have to be
1: grounded because as our kids grow, because I know, of course, our girls all dance, they competitive danced, but we were still doing ministry and things like that. It is a challenge to yeah. not drink the Kool-Aid. Yes. You know what I mean? We can become so busy in culture of what we think culture, right. um, what's important in culture. That's the reason why we need that daily grounding in Christ to be able to realize like, you know what, this sport, this whatever event, it's slowly taking me off course to what my original goal is. Right. Is my child's character still being developed? Are they in a wrong friend group? Does this sport tend to lead my child in a different direction right. than what our family mission? Would be, and right. so you have to be grounded and strong because it's so easy to be in with the kiddos, and yeah, we you'll start, drift. and we start getting our identity out of the performance of our kids or them fitting in. Right. So we have to always be grounded as we're parenting ourselves, and that child is helping us, and we're helping them. It's that partnership of um, knowing how to move forward.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Right. So am I willing to be stretched, like and, and shaped? Am I willing to exchange the past, like how I was brought up, or my preconceived notions of parenting? Am I willing to exchange the past for the new? Yes. And am I willing to trust God? Yes. All of that. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, we've, we're have we just about on time for you guys. I want to give you a glimpse into what we're going to learn. So give me just a, a few seconds uh, uh, to share with some upcoming episodes, not necessarily in this order, but these are some of the things that we're going to cover. Um, how to enjoy dinner at a restaurant with a screaming child. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's legitimate. Like, yes. I can't wait to go ahead and give that one away. Um, Now, not that our girls scream, but I mean, they did have some moments and we had to learn. All right. Here's another one. How to parent the child you have, not the child you wish you had. Wow. Okay. How to let your child experience the pain of natural consequences. So we're going to deal with that whole, whole line of choices and consequences, choices and consequences. These are words that'll help you determine like, what do I need to become for this child? Yes. This is episode one. And we're building most everything we do off of that question. What do I need to become for this child? How to face judgment, shame, and blame from others. Now, that's as a parent, like if, like Raina to her comment, of, why are you guys not in softball? Why are you guys not going on this event? Why are you guys not in underwater bubble blowing? Everybody's doing that. Like, how do I face that? Also, it's teaching your kids. Now that you're teaching them to live in different in a, in a different world, how to help them face judgment or even shame. So we're going to deal with both sides um, for older kids. Coping, how to cope when your child says, I hate you, mom or dad. Like wow. help. Right. Like help. My home is a battlefield right now. Yes. Um, dinner time is a fight. Bedtime is a fight. Changing clothes is a fight. Uh, when we come home from school, they want to fight for the Nintendo or Xbox. Um, and, or, and, and they always, somebody always screams out, I hate you. Like, how do you deal with that? Like, what's the response? And then how to let go, like either empty nester or going off to college or going to middle school or maybe going to preschool for the first day. Like yes. how, do, how do you prepare, um, for the, that's just a taste Of so much that we have um, coming up in front of us. Uh, So, I hope you've enjoyed this really quick moment um, from Ron and Raina, more so Raina, obviously, because she was the one, I was gone for months and months at a time. And, uh, Raina, you know, you were like Billy Graham's wife, I guess. You know, you were at home with the kiddos so much. And think you did a pretty good job. They turned Aww. out all right. Yep. Even though I joked with them, we bought one at Walmart. We bought one at Stop Target. It. We bought... Nah, they did well. They did well. Guys, girls, moms, dads, thank you so much for yes. listening to episode one and sticking in with us. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to close this out and wrap this up. And you've gathered around the radio with us, and we love, love, love this time together. Next time, maybe just grab your kiddos and have them sit down with us. Like, it wouldn't hurt for them to hear this information. Encourage Radio is all about gathering the family around the radio, in the house, speaking life, hope, and purpose. We love you guys. We're praying for your families. And we will talk to you next episode.